Often imitated, never duplicated. The one and only B. Scott. You're listening to the B. Scott Show. Get ready, love muffins. <laughs> What, you got it from TikTok? Yeah, it's like a challenge. Everybody's doing little dances to it. Oh my goodness. I got to get on TikTok and do this. <laughs> I got to go back to the Janet Jackson feedback days. Yeah, there's one with like a little ferret who does a little whip sound. Oh, 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 oh. It's a cute little moment. It's definitely a cute little moment. I have to start doing stuff on TikTok. And um, the reason why we, we'd normally tape the podcast on Mondays, mm-hmm. but we specifically waited um, until Wednesday, um, the day before is due because we release it on Thursdays, or at least try to. And the reason why we waited was because of Super Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Super Tuesday. And when I tell you Super Tuesday was like a Super Tuesday unlike any other. <laughs> it was the first one that I really like remember. Yes, because it was shocking. Yeah. It was a shocking situation. And I wasn't prepared whatsoever. I didn't really know what to expect. I definitely didn't expect that. It was, when I tell you that black voters got Bernie Sanders up out of here. I felt the burn. It was a rebuke. (laughs) It was a very clear, not today, Satan. Mm. And the thing is, you know, I... I didn't. I don't feel strongly about any of the candidates. Mm. I don't. The thing that I feel strongly about is who that I believe has the best ability to beat Trump. Yeah, that's definitely where I am. And I think for a lot of Black voters, when they saw Biden win in South Carolina by 20 points, that was when they were like, oh, okay, we can go back to supporting him like we originally did. And people forget that Biden was the vice president. Yeah. People know Biden. Yes. For under, you know, right beside and underneath President Obama, the Mm. first black president. So that name recognition, that um, being there, being his trusted confidant is something that black people know and that they trust. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, Bernie Sanders has not made any hate like headway with black voters. No, because to them, he's doing too much, you know? Yeah, and also to them, like, black people and socialism does not mix. They do not mix. Not at all. So the fact that he has been labeled, and he has not backed away from being a socialist, okay? He, you know, he's on the record as, you know, praising Cuba mm-hmm. and all these other things. And I just, you know, what happens is you get on Twitter, and depending upon who you follow, you live in your own little world. Mm-hmm. Your own little echo chamber. Yeah. People like Black Twitter, this is where it's at. And it's the people who, you know, who are all up in Black Twitter. That's the, you know, they are 
how this is going to play out. They're telling me this is how it's going to play out based upon what they see on Twitter. And then the rest of the country said, oh, hell no. As if we didn't learn from 2016. Right. So I, a lot of people are, are stuck. A lot of people on Twitter are stuck. They are pissed off. They don't know how to address it. Um, you know, I did. I do like Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, I think she's too. super cool. I I think she has a plan for everything. Sure does. She, she I has, can appreciate that. She has a plan. I can appreciate. She has that. a plan for everything. Um, you got a toilet paper, bitch. I got a plan for that. I got a plan for that. You know, you <laughs> you have a problem with your sink. I got a plan for that. <laughs> okay. Um, but the thing is, like, she's not so good at kind of explaining how it's going to be paid for. Yeah. She has that same problem that Bernie Sanders has. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but I still like her, and I also like how she. Um, dug into Bloomberg's ass. She did do that. She got him good. She basically shot his head off. Um, But I did not appreciate how she didn't go after Bernie Sanders at all. Even after Bernie basically said she was a liar. Yeah, why why do you think that is? I, from what I understand, I asked the question on Twitter and one of the love muffins responded back and said that they have an alliance. Mm. And their alliance is that they're not going to attack each other. Interesting. So... It's, and it's also interesting to hear how, you know, at any um, defeat or anything not going their way, the Bernie Sanders supporters are quick to um, protest. They're quick to say there's interference. They're quick to say something's unfair. And I'm thinking that two candidates have an alliance. That sounds pretty unfair to me. Yeah. What is this fucking big brother? <laughs> you know, because you can tell it in the debate. She don't say nothing negative to Bernie. Yeah. She don't address him at all, but she's, I mean, when I tell you she loaded her shotgun and she shot at oh, Bloomberg I, oh, I saw. over and over again. And, and none of that mattered um, to the people who voted on Super Tuesday. What mattered to them was who can we vote for that can beat Trump and who can we vote for that will make our vote matter? So a lot of people, what happened is when they started seeing those results come in for all these other states um, and Texas and California are still voting. I believe that that also changed, uh, made people change their mind in terms of who they were voting for. Mm. I believe they were like, they wanted to vote for a winner. They wanted to vote for, people do that all the time. It's kind of oh, like sure. people support out of nowhere, they'll change their support for a, a sports team mm-hmm. because they want, to, they want a winner. Yeah. And so when they started seeing Biden winning over and over and over all these states, North Carolina, South I mean, North Carolina, Virginia, um, Arkansas, you know, the list goes on. It was like it was like a whole string. Basically, he started winning from the East Coast to the West Coast and the states were connecting. I believe when they saw that, people changed their um, vote and their heads that were on the fence. If they were on the fence, they were like, mm, they probably were going between, you know, Elizabeth Warren and Biden or, or Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders or because I don't believe necessarily if Elizabeth Warren gets out the race that all those all those supporter, supporters would go to Bernie. Oh, I don't think so at all. I mean, I think it's really simple. I think that you have two two classes of voters, right? Mm-hmm. You have voters who are voting for the country, who want a better country, the Bernie people. And then you have people who want somebody to beat Trump. It's black and white. Yep. And unfortunately, they're not the same candidate. Yep. Because I don't think Bernie has it to beat Trump. Correct. I just, I don't. Because he, he doesn't have it to beat the Democratic nom- no, to beat, You know what I'm saying? Too. So I'm saying like, he don't have the votes. Yeah. He's talking about he's pulling together a, co- a coalition like we've never seen. That did not show up on Tuesday. You know the group that voted the least? No, I don't. The young people. 
The young people were at 13%. Well, let me tell you, I was in line for two and a half hours. Wow. And I damn near turned around. Mm. I was like, you know what? If this is what it's going to be, I have shit to do. But I stayed. Got mm-hmm. my sticker. That's kudos. You know, but Kudos for you for it that. It was difficult. Because you called me and was like, um, B, don't go to Ace Hotel. <laughs> yeah, don't do this. Don't do this. And I thought that I was going to go to my normal polling place. Mm-hmm. Turned out my, my normal polling place was closed. Mm. And so then I, I, I remember that my building had sent out a notice and it had two polling places listed. One of which was Ace Hotel where you waited for two and a half hours. And another was a place um, not too far from me on Figueroa um, that I went to and I was in and out in a minute. Lucky you. Less than a minute. I thought, I thought that was going to be, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go in here in and mm-hmm. out, maybe 30 tops. Mm-hmm. Nope. And, but I, and, I, and I thought it was going to be an issue because, and then it turned out that the place is right across the street from the Mercedes-Benz dealership. So I dropped my car off because it had an issue with the tire. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to wait longer to get my car yeah, back. Come on for the multitask. Yes. We I mean, love it. That's how I think. We love it. I, I, I would I, have to. I clump things together because I ain't trying to, you know. Well, since I'm here, mm-hmm. might as well. I'll be riding around like, I would, if, if I have the issue with my car, it's going to take it has to be on the list the of things to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because that's like, I just... To go I don't out of your way? Go out of my way to nah. drop my car off to deal with that by itself is not mm-hmm. enough. But if it's on the way. Mm-hmm. And I thought that I was going to be in the voting place a lot longer. Mm. But it needs to say, Biden, um, like, he literally wiped the floor with Bernie. And just today it came out that he won Maine too. <laughs> so basically he won all of the states... And he's closing in on Bernie in California. I think something now is like by 8% or less than 8%. Mm. And I'm telling you, I'm shocked. Like, I didn't know what to think. And I didn't know what to think because, you know, I'm an independent thinker. I'm not swayed by what I see on Twitter. Like, I read it, I see it, and but I think for myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but I also didn't know how this was going to play out. Like, I honestly thought it was a, a high probability that Bernie would win a good number of states. Um, and I just, but I just wasn't expecting Biden to come in and really dominate the way he did. I mean, he was winning by 30 or 40 points in some of these states. And when you do that, that's when you rack up on the delegates. Mm-hmm. If you have, if you, in states where you have a close, in the Democratic nomination process in the primaries, if you are close to each other in terms of percentages, that means the delegates are split almost the same. You may get one more than the person that's in second. Mm-hmm. And, but how you rack up, much like how Obama did, um, and much like how Hillary did in the Democratic nomination process, um, the primaries was, you know, in certain places, they were winning by huge percentages. And so now... You know, we have a lot more um, states coming up, but those states are not states that Bernie would do well in. Yeah. It's a lot more Southern states coming. It's Mississippi and it's Missouri and Louisiana and Georgia. <laughs> like that is... They, they don't play that. They are not playing in it at all. No. What, what kills me are the people who are so pro-Bernie, they're saying that they refuse to vote for anybody else. They did the same thing with Hillary. Right. And you see what happened. So, and, we, need, so we need to not do that as a people. Mm-hmm. We need to just kind of get with the program. And the thing is, and that's what I, I now believe that some of those voters were never Democrats anyway. Mm. And I blame Bernie Sanders um, to be one of the reasons that Hillary Clinton did not win because he was the one that first labeled her as crooked Hillary. He was the one that would not let 
go of her, that speech of the Goldman and Sachs, right? She had did a Goldman uh-huh. and Sachs speech and he mentioned it over and over and over and over. What did you say in that speech? Why don't you release the transcript? You're crooked. Mm-hmm. He's, he gave Donald Trump that. Crooked Hillary came from Bernie Sanders. Damn. And so he expects all, and also I think that what happened on Super Tuesday was a reflection of the people who were really, really disgusted by his behavior, by his supporters' behavior, and how they treated Hillary Clinton. And Hillary or her- anybody, really. and Hillary herself is disgusted. But you, but think about it. Like I was a hardcore, diehard Hillary Clinton supporter. True. Throughout the whole process, and so do you expect me to vote for for Bernie Sanders if I have another alternative? <laughs> I mean that's a fair question. In the primary, yeah. I would I would vote for Bernie if he got if the he nomination. Gets the nomination. If he yeah. got the nomination, hundred percent, I would vote for him. But do you expect like and Hillary got the most votes in the primary, Democratic primary, as well as in the general election? Mm-hmm. So you expect all those people that supported her and saw how Bernie Sanders really tried to distract from her and take away from her, right? At the very end, he came out was like supported, you know, mm-hmm. tried to support her. In the last, but minute. the damage was already done. Yeah. And, you know, I just, I feel like 2020 is giving us, it's like 2019 on crack. (laughs) Because the coronavirus, on top of all the crazy. Yeah, I was about to say, on top of everything else. Damn virus. We we have what, six six more cases in California or six more deaths? Which one is it? Six more deaths. Deaths. Yeah. Ugh. People are dying. Wash your hands. And then today it just came out. I don't believe that either. Like, it's weird. If you could just wash your hands and be okay. But it don't hurt. Wash your hands. But the thing is, were people not washing their hands before? (laughs) No. People are nasty. The fact that they like all the damn (laughs) hand soaps are selling out, all the hand sanitizers are selling out. I Because I'm borderline a hypochondriac. Yeah. So I be washing my hands all the time. I wash my hands so much that I have, you know, my cubicles are so dry. Mm. I have to specifically moisturize my cubicles because I'm washing my hands with harsh chemicals all the time <laughs> because that's just what I do. And I'm in my house by myself. Crazy. Nobody up in here but me. I think I'm going to get my own stuff germ. <laughs> <laughs> so I just don't, I just a foreign concept to me. Everybody's like, oh, wash your hands. Like you, you should wash your hands anyway. But I did notice that in the gym, like, um, before all of this, because now everybody's washing their hands, there are a lot of people who go and use the bathroom and not wash their hands and go mm-hmm. right back go out straight there. straight to the machines. And straight to machines after they went and took a shit. Yeah. Or go touching on the lockers or go and, you mm-hmm. know, rifle through the towels. Or... I bet if they went in there with a light. I don't know. What do you call it? The, no, the what you call light. it? Mm. Ooh. Mm-mm. Baby. And don't, don't, don't know. So let's no. get into some of these hot topics. Let's um, do it. Let's do it. One that I want to start off with is Nikki Minaj. <laughs> Miss Nikki, her husband, because they are married, um, he got arrested. For what? <laughs> For not registering in California as a sex offender. Hmm. And that stems from... Um, Being a sex offender. Yep. And he's also a murderer. Yep. Um, he also served time. He served time for, he did serve time for being a um, sex offender mm-hmm. and he served time for manslaughter. manslaughter. Yep. That means you're a murderer. And so evidently he came to California and uh, uh, the rule is if you move to a new state, you, you have to register, you have to, register to um, as a sex offender. 
And then it's funny to see that like um, people like, what does it got to do with Nikki? What? What does this got to do with Nikki? She married him. And on the heels of Mick Mill ethering her, like when I tell you he shot her head off when she started talking shit, he blew her back to wherever she was from. And on the heels of that, he gets arrested. It makes me think, did Mick, me, did Mick call the police? Did he give them a heads up about this? Well, they say that he got pulled over in November. And then the police realized that he wasn't a sex offender. I mean, he wasn't registered. And they were like, you know, get your shit together. Mm-hmm. And he never did. Right. So they came for him. And people were also talking about the fact that she was in Trinidad. And they had visited, I think, a school. And you know sex offenders. Is that? Oh, I guess it's U.S., right? I don't know. No, Trinidad. Is Trinidad? Is that the Virgin Island? No. No, Trinidad is not in the U.S. Oh, you're right. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so, Sorry, y'all. But I'm saying, but I think as a sex offender, <laughs> Trinidadians are going to be mad. I think as a sex offender, you're not supposed to... You know, even if it's international, it's just like you stay away from people that are underage. Period. 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 Well, that's, well that's, what, that's what was getting me about her bragging that he wasn't on social media. I'm like, I don't think sex offenders can have social media. Right. And my question is, and this is a, a, a really question that I really need to know, and I need my love muff to tell me and figure it out. Does he dip snuff? Mm. Chewing tobacco? I mean, I'm from the South, so we call it a snuff. Like, we take it and... You call it tobacco, too. Toba- yeah, basically, tobacco. <laughs> I do. Tobacco. I really gave my North Carolina roots, like, right? Tobacco. It's tobacco. Yeah, it's tobacco. <laughs> you better go on out there and pick that tobacco. Um, oh so, tobacco. And they take it, and they, it's like a... like You know how it used to be like... No, I don't know. I think that... Yeah, you the skull and the, the little tin, and you dip it. And my grandma used to do it, it uh-huh. and, and, and she would spit, spit it out in a, in a uh, spit spit cup. Yeah, my grandpa used to too. Mm-hmm. And so his bottom lips and mouth situation makes me think that he dips enough. Mm. Something is going on, like with that bottom lip. You know what I'm saying? There's like some snuff in there. Mm. Like that's how people talk when they got some snuff in the mouth. <laughs> but you well, know, in addition to being a sex offender, a yeah, gingivitis, I guess. <laughs> murderer um, I also want to know does he dip snuff is he a snuffer well we will find out mm-hmm. and I'm sure this is like Nikki is going to have a meltdown in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 if she even can mm-hmm. I, I don't know if she can mm-hmm. I, I don't think she's going to like draw this attention to herself mm-hmm. and the weird thing about it is I mean, that I wouldn't. Um, the shade room never posts anything negative about Nikki Mm. But today, for example, they did post um, this situation. They if didn't any, have a choice. If anybody that Nikki wants to get on the payroll, she needs to get TMZ on the payroll because okay. TMZ be up in that ass. We, we, wouldn't, we would never know. We, we would, would never have known know. if it wasn't for TMZ. But when TMZ puts it out, it's like it's undeniable. It's like, well, we got to put this up because yikes. Mm. Yikes. That's the real yikes. Mm. Um, what else mm. can we talk about? Let's see. There was... Well, Solange and Common, they're not dating. Solange and Common are not dating. So we can put that to rest. I'm happy about that because those two people do not need to get together. Because from what I've gathered from how they've interacted in their past relationships and things, they have issues that they need to resolve amongst themselves. Mm-hmm. And so the last thing you need is for people that have a lot of issues that need to resolve, be resolved amongst themselves, getting together, because that could get very volatile. Real quick. 
And we don't, I don't want to hear about none of that. I don't want to hear of Solange going mm-hmm. off again in the elevator. When I come back home. When I come back home, <laughs> I'm going to fuck your ass up. <laughs> we don't want to hear none of that. None of that. Um, so it was interesting. I mean, when I first saw it, I questioned it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you never know. You know, where there's, you know, I've learned that where there's smoke, there's a fire. Not partic- not necessarily in this particular situation, but these type of stories don't come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. uh, Tanache. Oh. Decided to uh, talk about a six-year-old. I don't know why she did that. I, I know why. Well, we know. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's true. I take that back. I know why. She did it because she's upset that Kendall took her man. Mm-hmm. And she still, Kendall still sees that man. Mm-hmm. Um, ben Simmons, right? Mm-hmm. So Ben Simmons was interacting with Tanache, and they were a whole thing. At first, it was, according to her, no, but they were like on each other's Instagrams. When you get Instagram official, it's a thing. Well, was she on his or was was he on hers? It was both. Was it? I think I remember it being both. And then shortly thereafter, he was on Kendall, peeping out the club with Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> but we we all know that it's not just men. You know, people ain't shit. You know what I mean? Like it's I mean, it's the men and the women doing the most. You know, a lot of times men get dogged out, but I I would venture to guess that women are also doing just as much dirt, I would think, as men. They're just smarter about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, men can get oftentimes get really sloppy, especially men with money. For sure. Because they feel like the people that are inter- they're interacting with are replaceable. And for all intents and purposes, they are. So, I mean, he went from Tinashe, who's beautiful mm-hmm. and can dance, have a whole of situation going on, to Kendall, who is one of the top models now. I mean, people can say what they want, but she's in all the shows. Every single one. I mean, Chris Jenner has a Kardashian or a Jenner for you. If you have a need, she yeah. she's like literally, it's like she's the madam. She's like, oh, this is what you need. And Take now her. she has ten grandkids, right? And they all so coming it's up. Only a matter of time. And that's what it was about. She, I mean, North is being groomed mm-hmm. to be in the business, mm-hmm. and so North performed. Yeah. At what was it? Paris Fashion Week at the Yeezy Season Eight show. So she performed, and she performed. Very in a similar manner to another young girl. Uh, it was a remix of the little Zaza girl song. And so her mother got on Instagram or her rep got on Instagram and was like, hey, North, you know, we love you, but we want credit, you know, where credit is due. And so Kim was like, you know, you're right. It was a last minute thing. I didn't really know. You know, we love your daughter. We want them to collaborate. And then Tanache in her big age gets on there and says, Northwest wishes. Right. And then Justine Sky. Got up there and said, you mad, question mark. Because <laughs> Justine is cool with Kendall the whole Wonder. clan. Mm-hmm. Kendall, mm-hmm. Callie, and all them. Mm-hmm. And I also think that, you know, if you were in this business, it would make a lot of sense for you to be cool with them. You would think, right? Because they, I'm <clears throat> sure they can, they can touch people in many different ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's today's STEM tip. Don't throw out that old plastic bottle. Repurpose it by turning it into an awesome terrarium. Just fill it with sand, pebbles, soil, and your favorite plant. It'll grow sealed right in its own ecosystem. Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Trend Micro. At CDW, we get that patch-together security can leave gaps in protection. I patch things together all the time, like this broken desk chair, some duct tape, 
good as new. Orchestrated by CDW, Trend Micro Cloud One provides unified protection and better visibility across cloud services. It's all-in-one cloud security that can hold its own. Okay. Want to buy some gently used office furniture? No, thanks. IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash trendmicro. I just don't know what, what the point was. Just mad. Just mad. Just, I mean, I mean, it, it means a human thing. Like, if, if somebody came and took your man. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Well, she then went on Twitter and said that it was just a joke and that people need to stop being mad. Well, she shouldn't have commented You should have joked about a six-year-old. Yeah. I'm sorry. She went out her way to do that. You could have kept scrolling. Yeah. You hit caps caps lock and typed your message. Mm-hmm. Giving, giving, given their history or given the situation, it would have been better for her not to comment at all. Mm-hmm. And I also have to remember that in my life. Mm. Everything I think does not need to be tweeted. Oh, I learned that a long time ago. Commented on <laughs> or talked about. I don't have to talk about everything that I feel. Mm-mm. Like, I mean, I, you don't. Like, some things you just need to keep to yourself. And I think that that gives you more power. Unless you're speaking to the person that needs to hear the message. If Tanache has an issue with Ben Simmons and or Kendall, direct it at them. Not six-year-old North. Right. West. I mean, that's that's I mean, that's too much. Like you get children are off limits. I mean, please. I mean, like what <laughs> what have we like what have we like stooped to if that's okay? Yeah. And I do like Tanache's music. I do too. I'm going to see her on tour. Yeah. She shouldn't have said that. She shouldn't have said that. And we did rerun it, reran it. And you know, I asked you, I was like, oh Lord, she follows <laughs> me. This is about to be a situation. No, nah, she's fine. Because she knows he was wrong. People need to talk about it for something. <laughs> Um, Megan Thee Stallion is having label woes. Wow, and it's 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 a lot. It's a lot. She just got started. She really did. She just started twerking that booty. <laughs> <laughs> she just <laughs> just six months ago, I didn't know who Megan Thee Stallion was really, mm. and now you know. But she has been twerking for Jesus mm-hmm. and has made a name for herself. And now she's beefing with the label, the label that put her on. Yeah. That's, I mean, I'm conflicted about it because at the end of the day, had it not been for Carl, Carl Crawford's, right? It's his name, mm-hmm. um, which is Evelyn's baby daddy. And also he was one of the, the top paid people in the baseball. baseball. And yeah. And so he got all this money and he decided to open up a record label and he signed uh, Megan Thee Stallion and they put money behind her. Period. Mm-hmm. And so, but the thing is, I guess she didn't pay attention to the contract. Like a lot of artists do. They they look at it and they're so excited for the opportunity that they sign it, not knowing what that's going to mean once they actually do pop off. Pop off. And that's what I think happened. I think like she was cool with the terms like when it was when she wasn't anybody. But now that there's real money involved, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, wait a minute. That's everybody, though. I get this and you get this. Uh, uh, wait. Mm-hmm. And so that's what she did. She asked to renegotiate. Yeah. And then they stopped her from releasing music. So she went and filed a lawsuit, got a temporary restraining order. And Carl's team went and they're trying to get it dismissed. But she has a, pro- a project coming on Friday, Friday. Allegedly. And from what I understand is that her contract, some of the details were that she was to get a, they get, the label gets 60%. Mm-hmm. She gets 40%. Mm-hmm. And she has to pay for all her expenses. Right. That comes out her 40. And <laughs> in addition to that, they get all of her, her appearance and touring money. It goes to the label. I don't know. I mean, I guess it goes to the label and they give the 60-40. I don't know. But it's what I heard sounds worse than a 360 deal. 
I heard one figure that she had made seven million and she got fifteen thousand. <laughs> and then I'm not sure exactly where oh. that came from, but it was it was floating around. Ooh. And then and then I saw that Megan Carl's accusing Megan of withholding money from the label and and she's like, Well, yeah, I am because you guys won't give me any proper accounting. So she's doing stuff, she's booking things outside of fifteen oh one, you know, and holding on to the money until they give her accounting. Right. She wants to see the numbers. I also think all this happened too because Rock Nation, she works for Rock Nation though. Mm-hmm. So she's signed with them and they're looking at stuff and it's probably their legal team that's helping her. Mm, oh, you know it is. And move all this forward. And I think Carl just needs to figure out a way to come to a happy situation with all of it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, isn't it the same thing with like, wasn't it like Drake and Ja, what's his name? Ja Prince or... Jay Prince. I mean, Jay it's everybody. It's it's a cautionary tale. Yeah. It's everybody. So when you come into the game, it's like, but the thing is, the price to be paid is kind of like, it's a price to be paid to get in the game, mm-hmm. especially music. Because Megan didn't have the money to get in the game the way she did with Carl's money. Right. That's basically what it is. Carl took his money, put it in this label, and he basically was like, you know, I'm going to own you. Mm-hmm. And there's been people in my life that early on in my career gave me that type of proposition. And I said, no, you know, I had somebody basically offer me like an ironclad type of deal where they would support me and blow up my whole situation early on. But I would basically be giving them a percent of what I have done or what I would do for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. And some of these deals are so ironclad. It's like a damn prenup. Like it's hard to break it because it's worded in such a way. Like it's basically you become a slave. You become a slave. And that's what Prince talked about. Mm-hmm. That's what Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson has issues about. about, you know, like as you've seen it over and over again, that's what Taylor Swift mm-hmm. talked about, um, even though she gets on my nerves right. and I couldn't stomach that documentary on Netflix. Did you try it? I did. Oh, I did. You know, because oh. I be getting bored and then like, you know, Netflix, <clears throat> I got to watch something. I was like, let me give this a try to be open minded. I was like giving that, you know, open minded moment. I said, hell no. When I tell you I clicked out of that so quick, but. That being said, it's a pattern where people, and it's not just in music, I just believe in general, people take advantage mm-hmm. of people to get to a certain place. For sure. Kind of like how we talk about billionaires. There's no billionaire that's a billionaire that didn't take advantage of somebody along the way. It's like Diddy and them. Like, you know, the reality is the Mace and 112 and all of them are pissed because Diddy took advantage. Mm-hmm. And then he took the money that he took advantage of in one thing and parlayed that into something else. Yeah, where he took more advantage. Yeah. Or, and then you can, you know, at some point you can just invest in something and that make a shit ton of money, but it still doesn't take away where the original seed money came from. Right. The seed money to be able to invest in something that's quote unquote clean and not without taking advantage of somebody um, came from a situation where you did take advantage. Mm-hmm. And that's just something that, you know, repeats itself over and over again. And, you know, I feel bad for Megan Thee Stallion. I don't know how this is going to play out because I also think she's hitting a point, too, where people kind of like, you got to switch up this flow a little bit because <laughs> every song kind of sounds the same. So it's like you're beefing with your label and you need to switch up your flow. Maybe that's why she wants to get the album out so quickly. I think so. It's because she's going to show people that, hey, I look at me. I switched up my flow. You know, everything is... You know what I mean? That's how she is. 
It's like a, it's a whole yeah. Fuck, I get filmed. <clears throat> you know what I mean? It's like no, you're right. We need something else. You're like right. we gotta get you gotta you gotta do something. You gotta start working with other people. They switch up that flow. Well, and hopefully, that will bring you your coin. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's talk about you so, know somebody that we didn't talk about last episode. I was, you know, that's where I was going. Yeah. So, was... <laughs> somebody that we didn't talk about last episode, and somebody in one of the love muffins had said, "Read the quote from him." I'm really hoping Denver and B. Scott aren't talking about Nene on this week's podcast. It was so refreshing not hearing them speak on her last week. Well, <laughs> it's a new week. <laughs> it's a new week. And Lanithia has been doing like a promo tour. So we kind of have to. Yeah. Especially when she mentions one of our exclusives. Hello. So um, Lanithia was on um, The, the Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Club. She was on The Breakfast Club. And Charlemagne woke up today. He Char- did. He, he was present. He was reading LoveBeScott.com. Yeah. He was reading LoveBeScott.com and he kept going with it. And I also think that he reads stories that associate with Wendy Williams. Mm. Oh, so this had particular that. interest to him mm. because he was Wendy Williams' sidekick. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, even though they made up, I can tell that he still they, feels some kind of way. He absolutely. He feels some kind of way. So he wanted to break that up. He wanted to bring that up to Nene that, and that exclusive came from us. Our exclusive was that um, Wendy Williams and her husband prevented Nene Leakes from having a talk show. Mm-hmm. And that was something that I think we ran in 2015. It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. If I'm not mistaken, I saw the, the timestamp on the post. It was from years ago. And um, and so that happened and there was no confirmation. Right. Mm-hmm. And so today when she was on the show, Charlamagne asked her about it and she confirmed it. She she believes she says she believes but she you know that comes from someone told her um that and it's, and it's also dunbar mercury right Dunbar mercury Dunbar mercury mm-hmm. um they basically wendy williams and her husband she said it was kevin you know because right now she's friends with wendy well she said i'm sure he was the person to go and get it stopped it was either kevin or wendy and they already had money and wendy's show was already on they mm-hmm. made the right choice yeah and then also and then a Love Muffin or Love Muffins on Facebook were like, well, she said it was Kevin. Isn't that what did Wendy got to do? with? They were married. Okay. And anything Kevin and went, went to go do on Wendy's behalf, she had to okay it. Okay. She stood, as we've seen. She stood by her man. Yeah. And also that came from the fact that her and Wendy were beefing. It was mm. one point they were going back and forth and it got nasty. Because Wendy says something about Nene and Nene, uh, you know, being in her feelings like she normally is, um, reacted you know, in a very strong way and went in on Wendy Williams. And then Wendy, that's was Wendy and her husband went to the production company, the, mm. the syndicator, and said, me or her. And of course, they picked Wendy. Wendy. Um, and it's just interesting, all these years later, I want these love muffins to understand this. At some, you know, I don't care how long it takes, our exclusives always pan out. That can you go to that post and see when that was from that that sure exclusive can. was I think it was 2015 August 8th 2015 So come on memory Jesus <laughs> 2015 and here we are 5 years later in, two, in 2020 like Robert Boyd is just to say 2020 2020 5 years later Nini is confirming an exclusive that we ran 5 years ago so don't ever come for the motherfucking legendary queen. Mm. <laughs> that tickled me because we get so much vindication nowadays. I was like, when you sent it to me, I said, oh, oh, that's nice. I was watching it this morning and I said, oh, wait. Wait a minute, turn this up. Mm-hmm. Did she just... 
And then he, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Let me text me. And I can't wait for the reunion. <laughs> oh, it's going to be when good. When I tell you it's going to be good, because I really believe that Nene is trying to reassert herself as the queen mm-hmm. of Housewives of Atlanta because she's being pushed out. That is a fact. That's, That's why, why you... she's doing all of this press all of a sudden. Exactly. Mid-season exactly. by herself exactly. without the network. Uh-huh. And, you know, after the season is basically done, mm-hmm. she's coming and doing all of this because she wants people to associate the show with her. Mm-hmm. They, she wants to show them that you need me and that I am, you know, if you get rid of me, it's going to be a problem. Because look at all these shows that I can go on. Look at all, you know what I mean? Like, I am the one. Mm-hmm. And But the thing is, you're not the one that we've been seeing on this season. No. And also something, saw something that was really tacky was Eva was talking about how the show wouldn't be the same without Nene. Mm-hmm. And then you turn right around and saw Nene saying that, you know, Eva needs to be kicked off the show because all she's doing is spending, uh, spending Bravo's money having babies. Mm. You know what what she that? Say that she said it on, she, you know, she does a little YouTube thing. Oh. Did a little YouTube thing and she was talking about, you know, Eva. And it just shows you why you can't trust her. Mm. You got somebody going on television supporting you on Wendy Williams. And then right behind her back, you saying she should be kicked off the show. That's yeah. who she is. Yeah, well, today, I mean, she did say on The Breakfast Club that, you know, Eva said that all this stuff, that they'd known each other, but she basically threw her under the bus and was like, she just kind of said that to get on the show. You know what I mean? Mm. And that was kind of iffy. I was like, eh. She's a damn lie. That's how she, when she said that we weren't friends. <laughs> and then the thing is, like, why would I even want, then I mean, why would I lie about being friends with Lanithia? What would be the point of that situation? You know, but I do believe the reunion is going to be explosive. And I think there's going to be... It should be coming up like this month. Yeah, they're taping it this month. Yeah. For sure. That's, I mean, that's happening. Um, I think it's towards the end of the month it will be taped. And I don't know how many more episodes they have, but I'm sure that the season is coming to a close soon as well. Mm. Um, You know, and I dip in and out of the season. Like, mm. I'll, you know, it's not like it's pressing for me to watch it um, because we didn't gave all the, the tea. Away. Right. <laughs> all the tea came from us. I just feel bad for the girls that all they do is like, you know, wait for us to run our exclusive. So they then take our exclusive and put a little twist on it and claim it as their own. Mm-hmm. And then once the season is done, they don't have no other exclusive nothing about else. nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> Um, where do you want to go now? Oh, I did see a video of these people. Uh, it was a say what now, I think, but it was like the people jumped into the throat. What do you call the stuff that dry ice? Dry ice. You know, I saw that. And, and they I, died. I, well, it was a whole pool. It's a pool, right? Yeah. When the, the pool was uh-huh. filled with dry ice and they jumped in it and they died. It's a lot of people doing crazy shit for the internet. Mm. So it's like that happened. And then there was another video of this guy on TikTok who he was, you know, swimming underneath freezing ice. The lake. And did it twice. And almost died. Well, what got me, and he was like, I didn't expect my eyes to freeze so fast. And I was like, God damn, can you imagine your eyeballs freezing on you? And what is it? I mean, like, yeah, yeah. The, and then that could do, like, damage. That permanent can, damage. Permanent damage. And then there was also a video of, and the Love Muffins, with so many comments on Facebook about this, but there was an actress who was kissing and licking all over her baby. That shit was nasty. I'm sorry. That was gross. It was disgusting. She put her tongue in her baby's mouth 
Uh, and we, I mean, and the thing is, you know that that mouth is doing other things. Mm. That's how the baby got here. You get what I'm saying? And so when you putting your tongue in the baby's mouth, you sucking on the hand, arm, the whole thing. It was, it was like uh. she something had to be wrong. She had to be intoxicated because it seemed like she was like that. That is not. That, mm. I don't know what that was, but it kept going on too. It was like a, it was like she was licking all over the, and the baby was looking at her like, "Mommy, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing to me?" <laughs> the baby was like, "Can you please stop?" Oh, we need to talk about our other um, AGT exclusive. Oh yeah, with Sophia and Gabrielle. Tear it up. Yeah, tear it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Sophia Vergara is in. She is replacing Gabrielle, and they are bringing um, who's coming back. Heidi Klum is coming back. Of course she is. Of course she is. And apparently they had a really hard time finding a woman of color to replace Gabrielle. But they cut Sophia a big enough check to where she decided, you know what? Fuck solidarity. I'll do it. Hmm. Yeah. And the thing about it is like, you know, you, you've seen Heidi Klum throw Gabrielle Union under the bus. Denying, you know, basically that is a bad place and that, you know, she never experienced those things. You've seen Terry Crews throw her underneath the bus, basically saying that, you know, he he can't speak to the, the sexism, but he mm. can definitely say there was no, nothing racist happened to him. And it's probably the best place he's ever worked. <laughs> right. Um, this was also the same person that Gabrielle immediately supported once he came out with, you know, that he had been grabbed in his crotch by the head of W. Emmy. Emmy. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, you know, people are constantly, you know, figuring out, you know, or trying to figure out. They like, they, they like when their checks at risk, they want people to support them. Mm-hmm. But when you're in a situation where you need support, they're not going to support you because they want to keep their check. Mm-hmm. And according to the source, nothing has changed behind the scenes. Um, There's still pretty much white executives running the show and nothing has happened. Yeah, it's very apparent they're not trying to settle with Gabrielle. Mm. They're trying to like basically let this play out and they feel like she doesn't have a strong enough case to win in court. So they're just letting the press kind of die it out. And the same people are in. So from what the exclusive also said that the same people are in charge, the same people are still running things. Mm -hmm. Absolutely nothing has changed. It's like business as usual. It's just now they don't, they have a, a Latina and they have Terry Crews and they feel like that's enough. Mm. And one thing I wanted to mention that we didn't mention, um, we mentioned e- um, Eva, but we didn't talk about how um, Kevin McCall wants to reunite with Eva. And he said he wants to do therapy. Like therapy is needed with all three of us. Well, Sean, it's too late for that. It is too late. You've been arrested too many times. He did too many things. Too many things. All the things. Therapy's not going to help. And every time that I see him on the internet, he is doing acting, something crazy. He's acting batshit crazy. And then I saw, also because I just like, you know, sometimes I can't sleep and I see random things. I saw that Life. Um, Jennings. Yep. Was going in on Eva. He's still with us? Yep. He's still with us. Mm-hmm. He was going in on Eva because she chose randomly out of nowhere. Like this is months later because she did this months ago. Um, that she chose to change the last name of her child. And he was saying that's wag and that's like a a, a move that really sucks because you know, that man still deserves to be in that child's life no matter what, and he can always turn around, and the same thing happened to him. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know how I feel about that. 
I mean, I definitely understand where Eve is coming from. Um, but at the same time, I think I would have liked it more if she had let Marley make that decision as she got older and kind of understood what was going on. I mean, it did seem a little like, I don't I mean, he did father that child. You know, I, I don't know. This is weird to me. Yeah. I don't think I liked it that much. It's kind of, it kind of feels like it's trying to erase, like, rewrite history. This man, mm-hmm. you know, fathered this baby, but mm-hmm. you can't do that. And that baby, her daughter does look a lot like him. Mm-hmm. She has his eyes. Um, Kevin has very distinct eyes. Um, and and baby- she needs to be careful because she said on one interview that she does believe that Kevin McCall has unaddressed mental health issues and that shit does run in the family. Mm. So, you know, she needs to make sure that in addition to name changing, that baby girl's getting therapy and she's, you know, free to express herself and all of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and one thing that we also forgot to talk about, too, we talked about one thing pertaining to Nini, but Nini has been, since she's been doing this promo tour, we forgot to address that she addressed another one of our exclusives. And our other exclusive was that Candy's the highest paid housewife. <laughs> and so she was on another show, I forget which one it was, and she was talking about how, you know, that she, you know, she likes her check and she really doesn't care if Candy is the highest paid housewife. <laughs> so, you know, Nene is bothered by everything. Mm-hmm. And if she really knew that if she was without a doubt the highest paid housewife, she would not let that go. No, she would challenge and say, you know, show me. And, you know, she would do that whole grand, mm-hmm. I'm loud and proud. Yeah. Thing. And then she also likes to, likes to say that she has been on the show the longest of, of anyone. And that's not true. Um, her and Candy actually has been on the show the, the longest amount of time because Nene was not on the show for one season mm-hmm. and neither was Candy. Candy mm-hmm. was not on the show the first season but came on the second season. Right. And then Nene, I forgot what season it was, but there the was ninth, one, I think. it was one entire season that she was not on The Housewives of Atlanta. So if you think about it just from a logistical point of raises and how things logically pro- progress, they've had the same amount of years. Mm-hmm. So at very least... If you didn't know the information that we know, being that Candy's the highest paid housewife, you would common sense would tell you that they're making neck and neck. Mm-hmm. So Nene is not talking about it because she knows it's true. And, you know, some people say, oh, well, Candy is boring. This and another. Well, Candy is the glue of the show, I mm-hmm. believe. She is. I mean, she's very likable people. She has the highest rated um spinoffs of and she has another one coming mm. so candy has the the old lady gang restaurants are going to be doing i guess very similar to vanderpump rules type of show good for her and i like that and i'm good sure i'm her. pretty sure the cameras were rolling when they shot it up oh god <laughs> you remember when they oh, had that yeah i'm pretty sure Jesus. and the way i text her and she didn't even say nothing <laughs> <laughs> I text Candy be like, hey, do you want to say anything? She ain't said nothing. Triggered. And then turn right around and release her own statement on Instagram. You see how people do you? Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's fine, honey. I like Candy, though. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, baby, what baby. else is going on? I saw that there was 44 graves containing African-American remains was discovered in a Florida school parking lot. Well, all I want to know is if that's under the parking lot, then what's under the building? Mm. Tell me that. Dig that up. Dig that up. But I'm saying, but you just gonna pay right over them graves. They said, fuck it. Mm. But it just represents how our history and our ancestors have been disrespected. Mm-hmm. Down. Just, it just like that would never happen to you know a, a grave site for white people. 
And then one other thing I want to talk about, I forgot to talk about this when the Housewives of Atlanta, is the whole Kenya Mark situation. Oh my God. I am disgusted. And I am disgusted and disappointed in both both in both ways. I'm disgusted by how Mark treats Kenya. And I'm disappointed in Kenya for choosing Mark. Mm. I feel that Kenya is was so looking for love, wanting to have a baby, that she more than likely overlooked a lot of signs that Mark is not seeing it for her. Mm. Or I don't think he likes women in general. I mean, not 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 that way. I don't think he respects women in general. Yeah, he has issues with women in power or women with some type Even of... Even the way he talks to like women you know, who work with him, the women at the charity, he doesn't look them in the eye. He's real dismissive of you know anything any woman has to say. Right. He'll only address the husband. You know, he's, he's very weird in very, that way. Yeah. And the thing is, and this is how I work. And this is just a thing. I expect loyalty from my friends. Mm-hmm. I expect loyalty from my employees. I expect loyalty, especially... From the person that I'm with romantically. Mm. Mm. So somebody that's in my life and I'm with you every day and we are doing everything together. I'm helping you. I'm giving you advice. I'm being your friend. I'm being your lover. I'm being everything. And you mean to tell me you are going to go and befriend my enemy mm. and her husband? I don't even know what that I can't even imagine. Then you're going to loud talk me? That to me is like the, oh, no, the highest level of offense. Yeah. My blood boils. But it takes two to tango. And so I am disappointed in Kenya. I'm disappointed in Kenya that after how we've seen her select, you know, these men that should never ever and under any circumstances be selected, she's like she's looking for love in all the wrong places. Because that ain't it. Love does not hurt. Love does not make you feel less than. No. I can tell in in those clips of them together, I can tell Kenya's not herself. No. And I think that, you know, people are saying that, you know, it's because she's trying to take a back seat to Mark. But honestly, I think that she just really does not want to fight. And I think she knows that anything she can say or do will set him off. And she doesn't want to be embarrassed. Especially on national television. She just doesn't want to be embarrassed. And this stems from the fact that I believe that, you know, that's a part of the reason why she wasn't on the show for that season. Mm -hmm. It was because Mark didn't want to be on the Housewives of Atlanta. And I don't think she knew if she wanted to show that. That. That disrespect. But she did want the baby. Mm -hmm. So she chose to let me not be on the show for a season so I can get this beautiful baby. And the baby is beautiful. The baby is adorable. But at this, at, at, to, you know, besides that, I'm just saying that the price to pay of having a disrespectful being, like, I'm telling you, like, and I don't know whether it's an Aries thing or it's just a me thing. Loyalty to me. Oh, no, it's a me thing. It's loyal- an Aries thing. Yeah. It's, it's loyalty thing. to me is the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And I have a memory like an elephant. And so, and it's also one thing to be disrespectful to me in the privacy of our home, but it's another thing to be disrespectful to me on national motherfucking television. And to tell me to reel it in. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? I'm a real you in. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> 
it was just yeah it was i it was unlike anything i'd ever seen and i don't think that that's not something that Kenya would do for any storyline. That is a that is a weak spot, and that's going to be something that's going to be exploited at the reunion, mm-hmm. and it's already being exploited because that's why Nene is calling her Ken, Ken, because that's what Mark calls her is Ken. But it's also weird in that edit because I think he called her that maybe once or twice, mm-hmm. you know. But it was like they were doing like weird mic things where the yell would like trail off in what he was saying because he was saying Kenya in some of those moments. I noticed it was just it was weird. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I did. We didn't talk about this. We, you know, right after, and we're moving on from Housewives of Atlanta, but we're going into the another situation. Um, right after Snoop Dogg went on the red table talk <laughs> and had this heart to heart with Sally Jess, Jesse Raphael, I mean, Jada Pickett Smith, <laughs> they're the same person now. Um, because that's what I think their, their red table talk is. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like, a show, it's like a damn talk show from the 80s. It's so dramatic. It is. It's so sensational. When you said that, I felt like you beat me. Mm-hmm. I feel like you you insulted the ancestors. <laughs> <laughs> and can y'all leave Harriet Tubman alone? Please. Please let her rest. Like, why are people still fucking with Harriet Tubman? They trying to put her on money and that gets canceled. They, Nikki's bringing her up all the time, you know, and then now it's Jada, right? Didn't Jada talk about Harriet? Oh, like, okay. yeah, yeah. Something like that. And so, but the whole point was he had just went up there and, and said he was sorry and mm. talked about that. And, you know, they raked them over the coals only to turn around and, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, but it was funny. Oprah busted her ass. Woo, baby, let me tell you. Oprah. She hit it. Oprah busted her ass. And you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the Scarlet Takes a Tumble. Because that wobble. That wobble. Woo. And also, Scarlett said, balance. You remember that? <laughs> she did. Scarlett said, balance, right before she took the tumble. And so did Oprah. And Oprah was talking about achieving balance in your life. And that it's not easy <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> I. <laughs> and then somebody made a, a gif or a video of Kobe, she you know they're doing crossing like her crossing up. her up, and she said wobble, 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 bam, and she hit that floor hard, babe. And there was another one of Michael doing the spin and sticking that hand out and pushing her over. <laughs> now I want to say it's not funny because she could have really, she could have really hurt herself. She is sixty. Sorry. However, once I realized she was fine, I was laughing. Oh, I laughed. I'm sorry. I don't care what age you are. You can't be sitting there talking about balance. <laughs> And you wearing a kitten heel anyway. I said, oh no. Oh, oh she's she's fine. she's up in there in a Michelle Obama kitten heel special mm. and got the nerve on a flat stage where she ain't even she's going nowhere fast. Like she's doing like I'm walking slow in these kitten heels type of thing. Talking about balance. And then immediately after mentioning that word, she wobble, wobble, wobbles and falls. Mm. Then of course, 50 Cent gets wind of the video, posts it, and goes in on Oprah and basically was laughing. Mm-hmm. And then Snoop Dogg, the one who just went on the repentance tour, he did the multiple videos apologizing to Gail, got up there and commented. Damn. Joking on Oprah as well. He knew better. And that's how you know that when people go around do these, you know, these um, repentance tours or apologies, they don't mean it. Not at all. 
They just don't want it to affect the money that's coming in. Mm-hmm. You know, because when Snoop Dogg called her dog face, what he called her? Dog face bitch. Oh. oh. And I never, see, that's a, that's a sign of the times. This is a sign of the times. I never thought the day would come that people would be getting Oprah and Gail up out of here. Mm-hmm. Like up out of here. Like they, they like, the majority of the comments when we when we posted that story on Facebook and it went viral, mm. both of these stories went viral because people were rejoicing that it happened. Wow. I mean, it went viral. Like, it brought us a lot of traffic. So thank you, Love Muffins. However, it's just shocking to see that Oprah, like 2020 is the year that Oprah and Gail are getting up out of here. Gone. Like, it's like, it's, this, it's like, it's basically, it's like what Biden did to Bernie is what black people are doing to Oprah and Gail. It's a mm. rejection. Mm. It's like, it's a rebuke. It's like, y'all are getting up out of here. And I'm happy to see that Oprah is fine. Me too. But it was funny as hell. It was hilarious. It's like, it's just like that. I, I can't help but believe that was the universe. Had to have been. No, no other explanation. There is no, and, and Oprah believes in the universe. And so if you're talking about balance and then you lose your balance, the Lord in the universe is trying to tell you something. Okay. And she was in the color purple. Mm. So she knows that saying, the Lord trying to tell you something right now, right now. Oh, Lord, talk to me. And all that, that was, uh-huh. she was in that movie. So she knows mm-hmm. the Lord is trying to tell her something. And she hit, it's that, boom, she hit that ground. It was hard. Hard. It was a situation. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. But, um, and then, you know, J-Lo was, was, I don't know if it was that show because you know Oprah's going on tour all over the country but J-Lo appeared at one of the appearances and she was talking about the backlash that she received um you know 1300 complaints that mm-hmm. her and Shakira um received um what is the F the FCC? FCC FCC and you know to me that's shocking that they would be receiving so many complaints it's like I feel like it's only the people of color that received the, the complaints because Maroon 5 he was up there basically with his whole moon. Mm-hmm. Maroon's moon was showing. <laughs> the whole, you know, his pants was down low. Yeah. That, that was very, crack attack. that back crack attack in the front pube moment. It yeah. was like a lot, very sexual. It was thrusting. He was thrusting as well. And so, but when two Latinas get up there and thrust, it's it's 1,300 complaints. Right. And build the wall. And then when, when damn Janet gets up there and pulls her titty out, or Justin pulls the titty out. Right. I'm gonna have you naked. That's how. That's why nothing that Justin does until he leaves this earth is ever going to make that right because he did not come to Janet's defense and he knew it was planned. It's just like how Oprah was like when the universe had it planned when she said balance, she f- lost her balance. Mm-hmm. And then on that song, he said, "I'm gonna have you naked by the end of the song." Rip. And that's when the titty comes out. And I would never forget that titty was so clamped up. <laughs> that titty was abused. It was at a, it had like a star, right? It was like a star clamp, it was like a sun, nipple a sun ring. nipple thing. And yeah, it, I got in trouble for talking about it at school, actually. And it looked like it was heavy, <laughs> like the nipple was like the sun was faced down. Oh, it, was, yeah. it was very kinky mm-hmm. and sexual. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't know. If we got a little off there, but <laughs> I'll get back on track. Basically, I'm just saying, like Justin needs to just. Calm it down. Calm it down. And it seems like every time there is a person of color, that's when we get the complaints. Mm-hmm. No one cares. And Madonna didn't get no complaints. And she was thrusting and humping and flipping and almost falling. And remember that? I mean, maybe it's because like when there's not a person of color, nobody really cares 
enough. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, who's really watching? Mm-hmm. You know? I agree. I was like, it's just like, mm. and then she also felt, she also said during an interview that she felt like she let people down when she didn't get the Oscar nomination. Yeah, and I felt that. That was a big, that was a big, like, psych out. Like, yeah. they're like, we, we're going to give you all this hype. We're going to let you think that this is going to be going this way. And at the last minute, we're not going to nominate you. And not she didn't get the nomination. Not even nomination. She didn't have to win. Right. It could at least and what nobody her- saying on that? Yeah. But the nomination, okay. No, they were like, we sent you back to your block. She, <laughs> she's Jenny from the block. And they sent her back to the Bronx. Oh, my God. They like, ooh. Well, try again next year. All these award shows suck. I think that people need to stop looking for validation in these award shows. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's like, it does not matter. It's just like, you know. It's a new day. What else? Is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I we, think we run the gamut today. We went up and down and side to side. We didn't got some say what now's out early. Did we talk about the fact that the sheriff's department was taking pictures of Kobe's crash site? No, but like, <clears throat> I always expect officers to do that anyway. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't trust people. So that, that didn't surprise me one bit. Because everybody's trying to make money. Right. Everybody's trying to get that check. And everybody knows the TMZ and them. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they didn't have them. Well, exactly. But I knew that, that being that they posted about the death. I mean, even though Harvey said that he had already told the family, the family was notified. I don't believe that necessarily. Mm-hmm. So he knew he couldn't do that on top of that. Yeah. That would have taken too far because he was already getting backlash for announcing it before the family even TMZ knew. He probably has them. I'm sure they have them. I'm sure they have them. I am surprised. I mean, even with that, even if that backlash, I'm kind of surprised they didn't put them out. Mm. And that's something that I could not take. Yeah. And then there was a whole situation about, you know, Tyler Perry's nephew um, committed suicide in jail. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know he had a nephew. You know what I mean? It's like Me it's, neither. We don't even know nothing. We don't know much about his family. Mm-mm. And so he committed suicide in jail. And then Tyler Perry ordered his own autopsy and, you know, was kind of doubtful at first. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out that he was like, oh, OK, that did happen. Right. I was ready for the conspiracy. I was like, oh, they're they going to get him now. Tyler Perry got money. They're not going to be able to get away with this one. And then they were like, actually, he did it. We live in an age now where every, yeah, we live in an age now where everything's a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to believe, and everything sounds about right. Um, <laughs> what? You're right, it does. It's like, oh, okay. One last thing, we saw that you know Matt Barnes and his um, girlfriend, uh, Miss Sims, are no longer together, and um, they were going back and forth, posting you know, <laughs> evidence. Barnes is so weird. Opposing evidence. And the thing is, like, this whole time, we were thinking that Gloria was the one that was crazy and wrong. Mm-hmm. This situation makes me think. They were both crazy They and both wrong. were crazy and wrong. And also that Matt is not this angel. No, not at all. And, not at all. And the, his girlfriend was the daughter of Beverly Johnson, right? Mm, possibly. She's a model. Mm-hmm. Beverly, yeah, she is. She's, yeah. And so... Whole situation. She has about four kids in addition to the child she has with Matt. And then Matt has his two twins. Mm-hmm. And Matt definitely has some strong genes. Because mm-hmm. those kids look like his twins. Okay. All three of them. It's like, and he he ain't having no girls. It's just like, it's like certain mm-hmm. men have just, just girls. Yeah. And then certain men has these boys. And, you know, it just it's just, that's why it's hard, you know, when you're dating somebody and, in relationships, it's hard to go public with it. It's hard to think about the future because you see so many situations that end so nasty. 
No, you'd be looking at people, oh, they look happy. Oh, Matt's finally happy with this beautiful black mm-hmm. woman. And he had a baby. Everything's good. And then and the then shit goes so shit. left. Yep. I mean, not just left, but it goes left, left and off the cliff. It just goes right into the, the ravine. And like, why? Why, Lord? Okay, well, I guess we'll leave it there. We have talked about so many things today. Mm-hmm. We gave you all the hot topics and moments and things and such. It was one thing I want to talk about, but I ain't gonna talk about it because I want to keep the show light. Keep it light and fluffy. <laughs> light and fluffy. Thank you guys so much. And Love Muffins, I will be sending out the Amazon gift cards. <laughs> so I, send those out. I send them out. <laughs> I'm sending them out today. Okay. Um, and thank you guys for emailing me about those. Um, we're gonna get them out to you today. And um, it's a lot going on over here. It's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot going it's on. It's a, a 511 thing. <laughs> Um, and thank you for following the B. Scott podcast, Instagram, and things mm-hmm. of nature. We're going to have some announcements about Instagram soon, I feel, in my spirit. Thank you for going to iTunes and all the other places where you listen to the podcast and rating and reviewing mm-hmm. and sharing the podcast with your friends. You know, I know that you guys have so many options nowadays for everything, for websites, you know, and thank you for visiting lovebscott.com and also for podcasts. You know, it's like a bazillion podcast, you know, and so we thank you for listening. Yeah, we do. Um, and things of that nature. And until next time, bye. Thank you so much for listening to the B Scott Show. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Love B Scott. And make sure you review the show on iTunes. And you can always find me on lovebscott.com. 